Hello, hello, hello. This is the Vanilla JS podcast. I'm Chris Ferdinandi. Thanks so much for joining me. Today, I wanted to talk about how to make the transition from beginner to advanced developer. Now, before we jump in, I just want to let you know that my Vanilla JS Academy, uh, my project based online training program for beginners, is going to return on May 11th. Head over to vanillajsacademy.com to sign up for notifications. If you do, you'll be the first to find out when registration opens up and you'll get exclusive early registration discounts. Uh, so with that in mind, let's dig into today's show. The, um, the second biggest hurdle I faced as a web developer was making the transition from a beginner to an advanced developer. The first was learning JavaScript basics. Today, I wanted to talk a bit about what's involved and how I'm trying to help others make the same transition. So for me, the big, the big thing that kind of distinguishes an advanced developer from a beginner developer is more of a big picture approach to coding. So as a developer, or as a beginner rather, you tend to be hyper-focused on the minutia of code. The words best and right way get tossed around a lot. What's the best way to uh, best method to use for this task? What's the right way to structure this code? Is functional programming better than object-oriented programming? Should I use classes or traditional prototypal inheritance? Are functional declarations better than function expressions? Do I use let, const, or var? And these are all important things to kind of work through as a beginner, so I'm not in any way trying to kind of dismiss these things. You're still trying to understand the language and work your way through which approaches you use and why. Advanced developers, though, know that the answer to all of those questions is it depends. Development decisions are always a series of trade-offs. Becoming an advanced developer means taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture. It means thinking about what your code needs to do today and in the future and letting that guide your decisions. So that means things like thinking about, am I the only one working on this or will a team need to use it? Might it be used in contexts beyond the narrow use case we're thinking about today? Will I need to extend it for other applications in the future? What are the coding standards already in place on this project, and how does this fit in with those expectations? And what should browser support look like today? What about in three years from now? Every one of those questions and so many others are going to affect how you build your project and write your code. There are countless little details that can impact the decisions you make. As you become an advanced developer, your coding choices become more guided by the big picture. But the big picture is influenced by countless little details that have less to do with code and more to do with people. How do I make sure that people with disabilities get the same experience as people without them? How do I balance broad browser support with ease of development and availability of resources? How do I make sure that this project is resilient and still works even when parts of the code base fail? What happens if a JavaScript file times out or has an error? What kinds of things might my team need to do with this code in the future? And how do I account for things that I haven't thought of? Becoming an advanced developer means learning how to balance developer convenience, user experience, accessibility, and business needs. It means taking a variety of needs and use cases and deciding which trade-offs you want to make for your project. There's no right answers just different priorities. There are definitely wrong answers though, like choosing to ignore accessibility, performance, or fragility just for developer convenience is a wrong choice. So I'm not saying like there's no bad choices, but there are a series of good choices that are all equally good for different reasons. And getting comfortable with that ambiguity 
is an important part of your growth as a developer. So how do you learn how to make these decisions? Honestly, practice, experience, and making mistakes, but getting there is hard. So I wanted to let you know that I'm working on something that's gonna make this a bit easier. Two years ago, I launched the VanillaJS Academy to help beginners learn how to solve problems with JavaScript more efficiently. After a few, uh, after the last few sessions rather, um, students started asking me if I could put together an advanced version of the program that focuses on that transition from beginner to advanced developer. So the program that's opening up on May 11th is the original program. And so if you're newish to JavaScript, um, or if you've never taken it, this is a really great way to give you a solid foundation on all the different approaches, tactics, some really kind of foundational stuff that's gonna position you to make that transition into an advanced developer. And um, I've had so many students asking me to create this kind of advanced program that um, I finally started working on it. And so this program is gonna use the same format as the original one that's opening up in May, a few short lessons, a project every other day, an office hours and Slack channel for support. Unlike the original though, this program is gonna focus a lot less on instructional information. So I'm not gonna give you as much stuff before each project with this one. Um, it focuses a lot more on strategic decision-making, accessibility, and building robust plugins that can extend beyond their original purpose. And so some topics that are going to be covered include things like ARIA and accessibility, advanced data structures, state-based UI, progressive enhancement, creating extensible plugins, API-based web apps, how to write your own polyfills, user experience, working with third-party code. Um, and so just a lot, of, um, a lot of kind of advanced stuff that allows you to take some code and set it up so that it'll work in a lot of different contexts and cover some use cases that you haven't thought of before. I don't have a specific launch date for this program yet. It's still in development, but if you get um, if you get my newsletter or if you subscribe to this podcast, you'll be the first to find out when it launches and you'll also get an exclusive discount. You can also head over to vanillajsacademy.com and sign up for updates. Um, you'll get information about uh, this new program um, through that notification list too. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's um, that's it for today's show. Um, if uh, if you have any questions or anything that you know I didn't like explain clearly, or you want to kind of dig deeper into this, you can have it at gomakethings.com uh, and uh, grab my contact information. Shoot me an email. Happy to chat. Um, and don't forget uh, the the uh, foundational version of my Vanilla JS Academy is going to return on May 11th. Head over to vanillajsacademy.com to get notifications and be the first to find out when it launches so you can grab an exclusive uh, early bird discount. If um, you're interested in this newer program, still sign up for the list. That's probably the best way for you to find out when that's available. Um, I don't have a date for that one yet, but I'm working on it as quickly as I can. So um, I will see you next time. Cheers.